0: Hi, welcome back to We Were Here, our fourth podcast. Woohoo! Yay! Hey. I'm Yvonne. I'm Angelica. Are uh,
1: Marie.
2: Yvonne is Marie. We call her Marie. That's <laughs> not my Christian name. <laughs> Anyways, so how was everybody's day today. Yeah, how's everyone's week? Stay I'm going to be
0: starting a new job. I'm going to be working with my best friend. Woohoo! I'm excited, and but it's sad that I'm leaving this company that I'm with. I mean, I do like the people there, but, you know, on two bigger and better things. That's exciting. That's very exciting. Angelica, how was your week? How was your day?
2: Meh. Yeah. Work is
0: work. We'll be going into a new
2: position. I'm I'm excited to start this new position. And you, Yvonne, <laughs> what about you? Work is always work. Nothing exciting, except that my friends are going to come work with me. Yeah. I'm super excited. So let's get started.
1: I finally started watching the assassination of Gianni Versace. How
2: is that? I haven't started it. So
1: far it's really good. I haven't seen the second episode yet, which aired yesterday, but overall I like where it's going. I think the actors are fairly decent. Yeah, I like it so far. Can't really say that I know too, too much about it because I only learned about it very vaguely. Yeah, you were pretty young when that happened. I was eight when it happened, so overall, it's it's really good. I like it so
2: far. Cool, cool. Rose, anything new TV-wise? Oh, I want to see that whiz
0: that Waco show that's coming on, I think it's a miniseries, has Taylor Kitch in it. He looks way
2: super strange in it. And just, that probably happened when you were young, too, Angelica. Yeah. Because I think I we were, what that is. Rose and I were young. There was, like, a cult on a uh-huh. compound, and and then the government, the U.S. government, like, tried to storm it to get the people out, and they set it on fire, and just tons it, of people,
1: people died. Is that, is that the thing based in New York? No. Or no. Texas. In Texas, Texas. Yes. okay. Yes.
0: And um, I want to see that, because I miss seeing Taylor Kitsch, even though he's going to look horrible, but whatever.
2: That looks good. I mean, I like watching... That should be
0: interesting. I like watching and reading stuff about cults for some reason.
2: That's all. That's all. There was one other piece of news that we were talking about, which is... The What We Do in the Shadows TV oh, show. Oh, yes, exactly. That's so, right. The reboot is in the works, and FX has ordered a pilot, and it's going to be a half-hour comedy based on the movie. Jermaine <clears throat> is attached as a writer and executive producer, and Taika is going to be a director and executive producer. Yes! That's going to be awesome. Oh, my God. It's a reboot of What We Do in the Shadows. It's going to be the same characters. It's just not going to be the, the same, same people, people playing. Okay. It. So. so it could be fun, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm not watching. It. It. With Taika and Jermaine still attached, it should still be funny. It just will be strange to see someone else being those characters. Yeah. Freaking love that movie. Oh,
1: I did see another movie. I watched it over the weekend, I want to say. It's My
0: Friend Dahmer. <laughs> Overall, I think it I, I thought it was really good. I liked it. I watched the <clears throat> Polka King. Polka, Polka King. King. Oh, and I finally... It was funny. Get your it so
2: bratwurst.
0: It, it was funny. Um... He seemed like such a nice guy. <laughs>
2: it's always the nice one.
0: Yeah. But you know, um, he, wasn't, he wasn't, like, evil at all or anything like that. He just didn't know what he was doing and didn't know what he was getting into. But it was good. It was fun. And I think you guys will be happy to know that um, Piggy Blinders
1: is now officially added to the queue on my Netflix. So that's the next show I'm starting. Yay! <laughs> a
2: thousand years later. It's so good. It's so good.
0: I freaking love that freaking show.
2: Okay, anything else, or can we move on to movie news? Let's move on to movies. It's kind of movie slash TV. Should we talk about the awards first? Sure, go for it. All right, so let's start with the Razzies. The topic that I know very
1: little about, but I am
2: very intrigued. Well, I don't know that much either, but I have the nominations here. Okay, what I'm going to do is circle the ones. We'll say who we think is going to win. And then the Razzies are the day before the Oscars, so we can look back at our predictions and see if we were right. Okay, so for worst picture, we have Baywatch, the emoji movie, Fifty Shades Darker, The Mummy, and Transformers The Last Night, of which I have only seen The Mummy. I... I saw Baywatch unfortunately I didn't see any of them. was it that bad because I thought Baywatch looked I mean, dumb okay, but and I mean you was, go into it knowing it's yes, a movie yes I went
1: into it knowing that it was dumb but like it wasn't it didn't impress me it didn't disappoint it me it was just a movie
2: was it like just dumb but not funny yeah what do we think is gonna work Mummy, that's my choice because that's what I saw okay worst actress <laughs> Katherine Heigl for Unforgettable. Dakota Johnson for Fifty Shades Darker. Jennifer Lawrence for Mother. Tyler Perry for A Medea Halloween Part 2. And Emma Watson for The Circle. How dare they put Emma Watson? I in? know. I saw that and I was just like, what? My vote was for Medea. Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, yeah, a lot of people did not like that she was nominated because they liked that movie. I'm going to say I bet Dakota Johnson wins because everyone is so hateful about the Fifty Shades. <laughs> <laughs> Louis, <laughs> worst actor tom cruise tom cruise for tom the mummy cruise. johnny depp for pirates jamie dornan for 50 shades darker zach efron for baywatch mark Wahlberg for daddy's home and transformers tom, tom cruise. cruise worst supporting actor javier bardem for mother and pirates russell crowe for the mummy josh Jamel for transformers i thought he was out of transformers no he's he came in back it. on the last yeah. one Mel Gibson for Daddy's Home 2 or Anthony Hopkins for Collide and Transformers.
1: Bardem. I, I was going to say Javier Bardem.
2: All right. We're supporting actress, Kim Basinger for, is it Passenger? That's Lady. Passenger. For 50 Shades Darker. <laughs> Sofia Boutella for The Mummy. Laura Haddock for Transformers. I don't even know who that is. Goldie Hawn for Snatched. How dare you? Or Susan Sarandon, A Bad Mom's Christmas. Also, how dare you? Sofia Boutella. Butella poor girl. You know usually she was those, like so excited. She was yeah. like, I'm the star of the mummy, and then I was like,
0: Pfft. Well, you know, know, usually the villain with movies like that are what makes the movie. So if you can't
2: even be a good villain, to be fair, that was a Tom Cruise movie, and you, the focus was on him and not really on the mummy. It should have been on the mummy because yeah, it was a Tom Cruise movie. So I put that blame on Tom Cruise. I'm sorry, Sophia. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> blame it on Scientology. <laughs> Worst screen combo: two. any combination of two <laughs> characters, two sex toys, or two sexual positions for <laughs> Fifty yes. Shades Darker. Yeah, that's enough. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> any combination of two humans, two robots, or two explosions for Transformers. Any two obnoxious emojis from the Emoji Movie. <laughs> Johnny Depp and his worn-out drunken routine from Pirates, or Tyler Perry and his ready old dress or worn-out wig from Medea. Tyler Perry. Tyler I am K. so done with Medea.
0: Like, seriously.
2: Medea's
1: been outplayed for a very long time.
2: Okay. Worst remake, ripoff, or sequel? Baywatch, A Medea Halloween, Fifty Shades Darker, The Mummy, or Transformers? The Mummy. Man, The Mummy is like getting shit on. Worst <laughs> director? Darren Aronofsky for Mother, Michael Bay for Transformers. James Foley, Fifty Shades Darker, Alex Kurtzman for The Mummy, or (laughs) Anthony Leonidas for The Emoji Movie? The Mummy. The Mummy. That's cool. You know, I'm going to put a star next to Michael Bay because I'm a little tired of Transformers. Worst Screenplay. Baywatch, The Emoji Movie, Fifty Shades Darker, The Mummy, or Transformers? I had a tie
1: between Baywatch and The Mummy.
2: Emoji Movie. And I like, would say The Mummy and Transformers. So, I mean, by process of elimination, I think the mummy. Fifty Shades Darker was like... Oh, really? <laughs> made out pretty good. Yeah, because we were all hating on The Mummy. Oh, because in all and, fairness, none of us have seen the Fifty Shades franchise. Oh my God, no, but I feel like you don't really have to see it I mean, to know true. that it's not yet. I couldn't even finish the book. It was so stupid. I finished the first book. That's it. That's as far as I know. I'm sorry. Anyway, okay, we will see on March 3rd if we were right or if we were not. I have to remember not to throw this paper away. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next. Did anyone watch the Screen Actors Guild Awards?
1: I watched the last one was the categories that interested me. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, well. So the big winner was pretty much three billboards. Mm-hmm. Have either of you seen three billboards? No, yeah. but I want to see it. Me too. That's the one thing that I kind of dislike about how early award season is. Is I was telling Angelica, mm-hmm. most of the time, especially the Oscar movies, I have only seen like maybe one of because they're either still in theaters or not out on DVD or Blu-ray or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I haven't seen most of them to be like, oh yeah, I really want this one to win. It's just like whatever hype is around whatever movie. Yep. That's what's going to mm-hmm. win. And most of the time I've seen maybe one movie. It's very true. Gary Oldman won. Yes. For Best Actor. Yes. He yes. Did. For Darkest Hour. Francis McDormand won for Three Billboards. Sam Rockwell won for Three Billboards. Allison Janney won for I, Tonya for for uh, Supporting Actress. Uh, outstanding Performance by a Cast went to Three Billboards. And then the Outstanding Action Performance by a Stunt. Ensemble was Wonder Woman. Yes. And then for television, Big Little Lies won a bunch. Have you, either of you seen that? No. What? Neither Big Little Literally Lies.
1: Literally all of the TV nominations other than Stranger Things, I'd never even heard of. Well, Big Little Lies won
2: for Best Male Actor, um, and that was Alexander Skarsgård. Oh. Best Actress. For Nicole Kidman. I don't know which show you're talking about now. And then in a drama series Sterling K. Brown won for This Is Us which if you guys don't watch that I really like that show. The Crown one for Best Female Actor. William H. Macy won for Shameless. I really like that show. Julia Louis-Dreyfus one for Veep which I don't watch but I like her. Outstanding performance by an ensemble in a drama series was This Is Us which I was happy about because I really like that show. Next Oscars. Whee! Do you have any thoughts on the Oscars? Who you were happy was nominated. Who you were shocked was not nominated. You know, I, it's a, I
0: watch it every year, but I don't follow who's nominated, who's not kind of a thing. Just, it's like, you like, know, surprise. <laughs>
2: well, we've seen some of them, so we've that's good. have seen a lot of them, actually. Yeah. So. Some of the surprises. Rachel Morrison was nominated for Mudbound, which we saw on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking about Mudbound,
1: Mary J. Blige? I did
0: not know that was Mary J. Blige. Holy shit. Basically,
1: everybody's going banana sandwich.
0: Yeah, I did not. And she looked familiar, but I just didn't pin it, you know? That's funny.
2: Yeah. She did a really good job. So Rachel Morrison was nominated for cinematographer, and she's the first female cinematographer to be nominated for an Oscar. Awesome. And she also worked on Fruitvale Station and Black Panther. Fruitvale Station was good. So good for her. Jordan Peele got nominated for Best Director for Get Out. Yep, yeah. he did. <laughs> Lots and the people were Original screenplay, that. did he not? Uh, da, 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 da. Or just the movie. No, you are correct. He also got nominated for Original Screenplay and it was nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. So super exciting for him. Because yeah. I don't think he really got nominated for anything else, did he? No, not really. And then Logan was nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay. Woop-woop. Cool. Wonder Woman. Was a snub? Yeah, Wonder Woman was super snubbed. Oh wow! Didn't get nominated for anything. anything? Oh wow! <laughs> James Franco also didn't get nominated for anything. James Franco <laughs> didn't, but I know the Disaster Artist got nominated for mm-hmm. something. Yeah, that got nominated for Best Screenplay also. Yes. But nothing for James Franco. No. Nothing for Gretchen (laughs) Wiener. Mudbound is a snub. It was not nominated. Oh. Only for Cinematographer. That was really good, though. Yeah, I really like that movie. Mm -hmm. Although it was very sad. Jessica Chastain was not nominated for Molly's Game, which I also want to see. Army Hammer was not nominated for Call Me By Your Name, which was, you know, like mm-hmm. a big deal. A lot of people thought he was going to be nominated. And also not nominated were Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks. And they're kind of like usual suspects of, like, yeah, Oscar Yeah, that's true. It. That was all the exciting stuff. You can find the list of nominations if you want to look at all of them. But those were the ones that were surprising that they got nominated and surprising they didn't. I was pretty bummed out that Wonder Woman didn't get anything. Mm-hmm. But what are you going to Gal Gadot responded and she said, well, that's not why we made it. She said that she was flattered by the people saying it should have been nominated, but that's not why they made it, so it's Mm -hmm. funny. Whatever. Not bothered. Did everyone see the Incredibles 2 character pictures? Yes. (laughs) Saw? They look just like them. They look so (laughs) alive.
0: Yeah, Saul, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, So
1: basically, it's He's, your face. It's yes. uncanny, really.
0: Yeah, see, it's just like, it's him in cartoon form. It's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. So I don't know how many times I've seen that, but I, I freaking love that, that movie. Dash is my favorite, so I hope little boy kind of maybe hopefully sounds the same because <laughs> you know dash's voice is what
2: kind it's, of made dash yeah, it's you so know
1: distinct so. it's really cool i'm excited for some of the new characters that they announced with some of the voices
2: some people were commenting on the lack of diversity for the new characters since frozone is the only mm-hmm. character i feel color. like they're just gonna throw mm-hmm. that card and it's everything, everything. Right now. well i guess my thing is if you're gonna add new characters why can't you just add someone that doesn't look like everyone else that's there already? Yeah,
1: I guess yeah. so. But I mean, that's, that's kind
2: that's... of how I feel about that whole subject, is like, why not? Why can't you? What's yeah, the difference? That's fair. Yeah. Especially if you're already planning to add new characters. But, you know, I'm excited to see it. Um, the story is going to focus on Elastigirl. Elastigirl springs into action to save the day while Mr. Incredible faces his greatest challenge yet taking care of the problems of his three children. (laughs) So she's going to be doing all the fun stuff, and he's going to be at home. It's (laughs) role (laughs) reversal. Yes. So how do you guys feel about that? Are you okay with the role reversal? Are you like,
0: no, it's fine. I mean, then it's going to be good anyway. Plus, I feel
2: like that's what a lot of people
1: do nowadays, whether Mm -hmm. you're a superhero or not.
2: True, true. All right. I have some Shazam news. What? (sighs) Uh, Zachary Levi posted a photo to Instagram earlier this week, and he was in a makeup chair, and he captioned it, something about this being his morning routine for the next four months. So I guess Mm -hmm. they've officially started filming, Mm -hmm. because he hashtagged it Shazam. Mm -hmm. And there are also rumors that Henry Cavill will appear in Shazam. Oh, So how do you feel about that? Like, are you excited about me? Because we haven't really talked about Shazam so are you I'm, excited about it? You can you care less? Are You glad he's in it? How do you I feel about? I care less about
0: Shazam. I'm gonna go see it, but I not one of the characters I'm very familiar with, honestly.
2: I I'm not not excited to see it. I don't know anything about Shazam, but I also didn't know that much. Like I don't I know shit all about Black Panther. I'm excited to see that. Mm-hmm. So whatever superhero movies I'll watch it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. also I mean Zachary Levi is not ugly, so I'll watch it. True. True. And if Henry Cavill's in it, uh, all the better. (laughs) Oh, Captain Marvel. New Captain Marvel news. Captain Marvel. Are you excited about Captain Marvel? Yeah. I am because I like her. Brie Larson was at an Air Force base in Nevada to research the role, and there was a staff sergeant there that showed her around and said that she was scheduled to fly in an F-16 during her visit. Also, did you guys see the pictures of her in her costume? I did yes. not. Yeah. Let me go see. I just don't. Why is it green? Oh, well, that's cool.
1: She looks adorable.
2: I, I think I, she's super cute. I, I like super her, cute.
1: yeah. That's a bitch in costume. I'm not going to lie.
2: It's funny because last podcast we were talking about the podcast that we listened to and I talked about Happy, Sad, Confused. And the Russo brothers were on the latest episode, which came out last week. And so they were talking about how they may or may not have Captain Marvel in Infinity Wars. So they Mm may get to, you know, I don't want to say played with her, but put her, (laughs) played with her character and put her in the movies. (laughs) <laughs> That's cool. Also, they talked about the time travel speculation about Infinity Wars. A lot of people are like, are they going to travel back in time? And they actually brought up Tony Stark memory regeneration program. Mm-hmm. And so that might actually be what we're seeing, is them filming the memories oh, and okay. not time travel. Although they did not confirm, they just said possibly. Mm-hmm. Oh, all the possibly. <laughs> right. Possible. And Joe Russo also confirmed that the time title of the fourth Avengers movie will not be revealed until after Infinity Wars is in theaters because part of the concept of the title is it's advancing the narrative. So mm-hmm. they're going to wait. So that means whatever that title is probably has some kind of clue as to what happens. So they're keeping right. it under wraps until the movie's oh my out. God.
1: Ten Buck says mm-hmm. it's going to be leaked within a month. Yeah,
2: he says we're going to sit on that. Until we feel the time is right and people have absorbed the first movie, oh my so that God. means there's gonna be a lot to absorb. No, that like twists my stomach a little bit. I'm just like, no. What about? Did you guys see the wasp outfit from Ant-Man and Wasp? That was kind of a I saw a little it a bit, little ago, bit. But. yeah. I mean, I can see how people are saying it looks like she has a wiener on her belly. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, it does. So, at first I was like, what are they talking about? And I looked at it and I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, oh, poor girl. But, I mean, if no one had said that, I wouldn't have noticed. But it was because I saw it trending on Twitter. And I was like, what are they? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Black Panther News, Black Panther is tracking for 100 to 120 million debut in the US, and that puts it just ahead of Doctor Strange. So things are looking really good for Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Woo! Woo, woo, woo! moot And we have our tickets. Yes! We do? Yeah, I got them. I have just a couple more things, and then we can move into whatever you guys have on your list to chit chat about, but I just had some little odds and ends. Minnie Mouse got her star on the Walk of Fame. Yes. Yay! Yes. About time. She was so cute. And Katy Perry like said all these nice things about her before <laughs> she had a little polka dot dress on and everything. And I also
1: through the polka dot dress. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I didn't really <laughs> like her polka dot dress.
2: But it's Minnie. See it's Minnie. Polka the polka
1: dot dress, yes, but it's like Katy Perry's like whole ensemble as a whole. I was just like
2: mm. ah. It was very Minnie Mouse, I thought. It was. Even though she threw a little bit of shade at how long it took Minnie to get her star after well, Mickey got his star. Speaking mm. of that, there was
1: a quote that I ran into. Somebody said, whether they're woke enough to realize the symbolism here or not, Minnie's treatment is an uncanny example of an industry relying heavily on women but pretending not to. Her story is every woman's story. Mm-hmm. And I was love just like, you, wow. But Mickey loves her. Of course he does. No. Mickey
2: was there supporting her. Anyways, good for you, Minnie Mouse. I I just realized that all my odds and ends are Disney-related. Today marks 57 years of 101 Dalmatians. Yes, right. Saw that trending also. Mm -hmm. Adorbs. And Aladdin-wrapped production today. Or not today, but it's officially in post-production and is still slated to release on May 24th. Yay! And that's all I got for movie news. What about you guys? I
1: thought you'd be more excited about the Clue movie. Oh, yeah. The Clue movie. (laughs)
2: Can I tell you how not excited I am about the clue movie? How not excited I am that Ryan Reynolds is attached and I feel like he's purposely doing things to make me as an individual hate him.
0: Uh. Fire. You haven't even seen the clue movie. I know, have I was you? telling
1: Rose, I was like, I've Fire, never even seen burning the Morning
0: flames. <laughs>
2: That movie does not need to be remade. No, yeah,
0: that's one I mean, of the movies that doesn't
2: need it. I, I mean, it could be fun. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it the Jumanji treatment. In that, I was wrong, and Jumanji was actually really funny, and I really <laughs> enjoyed it. But they didn't make it the same. It was its own thing, mm-hmm. and so I wasn't having to compare. Yes. So if they're able to do that with Clue, it might be good. It might be good. Probably not. Hmm. But it might be. I hate you, Ryan Reynolds.
0: Well, with all the uh, Deadpool stuff, people are starting to give him
2: another chance. Poor guy. You know what I am excited to see is the Ted Bundy movie with Zac Efron. Yes. And I am also kind of aggravated because I was talking to you a while back and I said that was exactly the kind of role I wanted Tom Hiddleston to get in Mm -hmm. so that he could be taken more seriously. Because even though he's played a villain, it is a very comic book, like cackle, cackle, rule the world villain. I really want him to play someone who is just like really evil and horrible. And be really good at it so people can see a different side of him. Because he's never really played a character like that before. Yeah. And a lot Um, of people were like, I don't know why he would do that. And, you know, what about his audience? And they were saying, like, why are they trying to, like, romanticize? And it's like, that guy, Ted Bundy, was able to fool people because he was, you know, I don't think he was handsome. But, but you know, the thing is, he was very handsome and Mm -hmm. had a lot of charisma. And that's how he Mm -hmm. lured people in. Yeah. Yeah, So I thought it was good. I cannot
0: wait to see it because I love Zac Efron. He's so handsome.
1: So I hope it's good because I'm excited to I'm see excited. that. I'm excited. Earl showed me something earlier this week. I don't want to say it's a trailer, but it was a snippet of the Dundee movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, my I was just like, ooh, there's going to be another uh, Crocodile oh Dundee movie? Okay. McBride is the son, but Chris Hemsworth is not. Correct. I. Do. I think. That's okay. Whole, I guess I the whole. That's the that's whole, whole funny. irony. Yeah. yeah irony about I mean, it. Yeah. Irony
2: behind it. Okay. You're still I'm gonna still gonna go it. see it. <laughs> well, because
0: I mean, I think we all like McBride. I really like. We him. do. I like him too. I um, do. And then you know, of course, and there's Chris Hemsworth. Who's Chris Hemsworth? <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of so, yeah i'm I'm gonna go see it, even though I can't even remember the first crocodile Dundee movie.
1: I know when you showed me that snippet, I was really trying to remember I was like, did I even watch the first crocodile Dundee movie, and I did, and I don't remember it neither.
2: but <sighs> we should watch it together,
1: I'm okay with it together together. Yeah.
0: together. I wonder if it's on Netflix. I was like,', maybe I'm hoping that Chris Hemsworth is maybe the son, and then he found his brother or something like that. You, that were, you be... were hoping it pulled a cocoa?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I have a little bit of news on the Black Widow movie, since we were also talking about that last time. Dude, detail: Scarlett Johansson is set to become the highest paid actress in Hollywood, banking $25 million to star in her Black Widow movie. Nice. And this says that she actually signed the deal for it. It's a one off movie and it's expected to hit theaters in twenty twenty.
1: Nice. So wow, that
2: seems soon. That is too away. Enter, yeah, that's we just what I'm saying. Like it, it seems soon for like a movie that's still up well, in the works. It says expected, so it's not a that's true. Set in stone day. That's true. Good for her. I'm yeah, happy for that's her. That's awesome. Uh how about <laughs> either of you seen the <laughs> Tomb Raider trailer? Yes. What do you guys think? I don't care about it.
0: Same. Um Ready Player One. That looks terrible. Um, yeah, I... I mean, I know it's supposed <sighs> to be like a very popular property, but I don't know anything about it. Nora. To me, it looks like it's going to be dumb. Um, Mandy? I read that this one on the internet today, that Nicolas Cage is kind of back. And they were like, that he was like a he badass did. in this one, yeah.
2: Well, good for him.
0: So. Yeah.
2: Bees! How did it burn? How
0: <laughs> do <did> it burn? <laughs> Okay, next. What's next?
2: (laughs) My goodness. Do you want to talk about the Grammys?
1: The Grammys are coming up this weekend, and I wanted to hear your thoughts. Basically, a lot of people in the Grammy world are basically predicting, actually, for Bruno Mars to win a good chunk of his awards that he's nominated for, for 24-karat magic, which I was actually very surprised about, because I know that album got a lot of love, but I know that album also got a lot of hate. So did it really? It did. It did. It was very not Bruno. Was the main consensus. So
2: I don't have my finger on the pulse. I love that album. I know you do. That's crazy. Do. It was she good. She only has love hearts in her eyes for Bruno. I mean, a lot. Of a
1: lot of people are really pinning mainly for album of the year for him to win. So they're really they have the vote on him. A lot of people think that. Kendrick Lamar's album for Damn Should Win, which was my favorite album of 2017.
2: Yeah, you did mention that. Oh, in my our, God, it's so good. In our 2017 wrap-up.
1: Yeah, so that's the one that people really think who deserved to win is Kendrick Lamar, but a lot of people are saying that Bruno Mars is going to take that one for sure. Same thing with Record of the Year. A lot of people are saying that Justin Bieber and Ugh. that Despacito mm. song, oh, they're shit. saying that they're really up there for taking it, even though they want, again, Kendrick Lamar to win it because they think he deserves it more
0: than... Just for that one stupid-ass song?
1: Yeah, you would be surprised how many nominations that stupid song has. Oh, my God. Um... Alicia Carr is nominated for New Artist, New Up-and-Coming Artist. Childish Gambino got a lot, of, a lot of nods on there for his album also. So Redbone got nominated for a couple different, uh, it got nominated for Record of the Year, I think Best R&B Song, yeah, and it got nominated, and it also got nominated for Urban Contemporary <laughs> Album is what it's, he's also nominated for, but yeah, um, the Grammys is something that I keep up with on a regular basis so I'm really excited for this one. Lin-Manuel got a Grammy nomination as well for How Far I'll Go. Good I really like that song. First song for a motion picture and yeah that's my
2: that's my thoughts on the
1: Grammys. I don't know if you guys care.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I do but I don't. I'm always interested but it's almost like the Oscars where it's like I, I like to hear who won but I'm not really invested in anybody that's nominated Mm -hmm. or possibly winning. I'm not rooting for anyone. Go Bruno Mars.
1: Also, Lady Gaga got three nominations for Joanne.
2: Woo! (laughs) (laughs) I wish there was like video attached (laughs) so they could see. And yeah, that's. That's pretty much what I got to say about the Grammys. I'm excited. I'm actually more excited to see the performances that come out of the Grammys than the winners because mm-hmm. there's usually a lot of collaborations. Shall we move on to our topic of the week? I suppose. Yeah. Who wants to go first in sharing their top five social media thingamajiggers? I think we should go first. Me? That's fine because I, I don't really have that much to say. So these are in no particular order. First, I have the awkward yeti. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I follow yeti. that on Instagram. I love the comics of heart and brain because that's me and my best friend. Yes. like <laughs> It's scary because we think that somehow, some
0: way, he's listening in on our conversations because like literally the next day, it'll be what we were just talking
2: about or
0: actions from before <laughs>
2: yes she, you are very much the fanciful little heart and i'm like the practical brain yes so it's like we can't do that yeah we have <laughs> responsibilities and
0: i'm like no no butterfly
2: come and is the butterfly <laughs> <laughs> your partner in crime i also follow intj unicorn which posts lots of funny things that are sometimes mean but not meant to be mean just kind of how much I dislike being around people so I'll send her things and she's like yes that is you you know I don't really like being around people that much or like I have very low tolerance for people who get on my nerves so it's like basically like bitch things that I'm like ha 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 that's a bitch like me at <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three is dogs of Instagram which is self-explanatory it's Cute dogs on Instagram. Palette cleanser every time Rose sends me cringe videos. I have to go look at dogs on Instagram (laughs) to cleanse my palette. Fail Army because I like watching people fall and crush their nuts and stuff. I forgot about Fail Army. And number five is not really a social media thing, but it was something that I forgot to mention last week when we were talking about our YouTubes. Mm -hmm. And since I don't really follow that many social media people, like I don't follow, I follow some celebrities, but they're not really the most exciting, like New Kids on the Block and NSYNC members and stuff like that. But they don't post like the most exciting things just because I love them. But on (laughs) YouTube, there is a channel called horror radio shows and creepy tales oh nice. and it's like vintage radio shows and most of them are spooky or like twilight zoning oh that's what cool. is that one again it's called horror radio shows horror not whore. horror, <laughs> <You're a> horror horror <laughs> radio shows and creepy tales and sometimes there's short ones that are like five minutes and sometimes they're like almost an hour long but they're super interesting and super fun to listen to, just because it's, like, really old-fashioned... Love that stuff. ...horror stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I really like that. That's one of my favorite things. And that's all I have. Nice! Most of mine are, um, Instagram.
0: I'm, um... I, I have, like, seven. I was trying to look up some more, but there was, like, so many on there. But these are not just... There's so many more on there that I just... I love, but... Um, My first one is Parkineer, and that's, of course, about Disney. So he takes a lot of pictures of Disney, and it just makes me want to be there and stuff. So, of course, I have to have a Disney one on there. And then the other one is Rodi Montijo. I'm sorry if I said that wrong, but he does a lot of vintage Halloween drawings. They're really cute characters and stuff, so I really like his art. I follow a lot of artists and weird things on Instagram. Also, I'll post all these on the
2: website so that you can find them and we won't have to spell
0: everything out. The Halloween Collector, she collects vintage Halloween stuff. I'm very into Halloween, so I like her stuff that she has, like, this shelf of all this stuff, and it's so cool. And then, of course, one of my fave faves is Octonation. <laughs> <laughs> I am obsessed with octopuses.
2: Octopi. Octopi.
0: Whatever. <laughs> And I am constantly sending videos to my best friend because mm-hmm. they are so freaking cute. Just the cutest things. They're so intelligent. I just love watching them and seeing pictures and actually like to draw them as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, Mrs. and Jimmy. It's gross. She's so fucking badass. I just love her. She's a pathologist and she does mystery diagnosis. That's it. So she'll put something on there, and then people will guess what it is, and then she'll reveal it later on, and then tell you about it, how you can get what you know whatever the malady is. It's very graphic. Yeah, she um, posts pictures of crusty, gross organs. Yes, <laughs> and or cutting them open, or you know things like that, which I for some reason uh, I love watching. And she's not the only one that does that on there. So I follow quite a few other people. Because she recommends people. So I go and I look and I'm like, oh yes, I'm following him. She's your gateway drug. Yes. (laughs) And I can't pronounce this for the life of me, but it's R-F-E-D-O-R-T-S-O-V. It's Russian. Anyway. We will definitely have these listed on the <laughs> website. This guy is on a fishing boat or ship, and when they bring in catches, he posts pictures of the weird stuff that they catch, like weird fish, plants, hmm. um, things like that. So it's he's always um, has something new, and it's really cool. And then uh, Mad Monster Lady. Again, Halloween stuff. <laughs> so um theme. yes so that's what i follow i follow variations of all these you yeah, know that's it nice. lovely
1: uh i guess for me mine are now that i'm looking at my list my list is very all over the place with people because a lot of people that know me they think that i just follow a bunch of makeup artists which i do i follow a lot of makeup artists because that's my thing
2: and bands
1: and and a lot of musicians because again my thing and <laughs> drag queens no, but my list is pretty all over the place. One of the first ones that I have on here is someone on Instagram by the name of C. Disney, who is a Disney Instagrammer. He used to go by the name of Disney Single Writer, yeah. and now, now he's engaged, so he's no longer a Disney Single Writer. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. Yeah, it's adorable. But yeah, he just posts a really cool amount of, like, really cool angles of, like, different scenes in Disneyland, Disney World that I wouldn't even think to, like, even capture not like the standard. Yeah. Not like that the standard takes. in front of the castle. It's just like here's a picture of just one flag, and the rest of the picture is sky. Like it's cool. I like it. The next one that I follow is Liza Koshi. I find have no her no idea who she is. I find her hilarious. She's the little um, trendy YouTuber. Trendy YouTuber, viner girl. I follow her on YouTube and on Snapchat, and I find her quite comical. Um, another one that I follow is a girl by the name of. Nicole Nicole Faulkner. Nicole Faulkner is a makeup artist. Primarily her style of makeup artistry is more body painting and turning your body into a very abstract piece of art which I find fascinating. I think one of their last big projects that she did before she went on a freelance tour was she took a bunch of pregnant women and like drew basketball jerseys on them and it contorted and shaped like the whole of their body to where it looked like they were wearing like basketball jerseys or baseball jerseys and it was just their skin and i thought that was really cool cute uh mikey bolts is another one he is a voice impressionist impressioner whatever you want to call it he's funny he does a lot of voices he does a lot of skits he does a lot of animation he has uh youtube that i primarily follow and he every once in a while will post on like snapchat and instagram but it's mainly youtube that he posts on another he's a storyteller uh his name is olin rogers and he has some of the funniest stories that i've heard in a long time it's not even just the stories themselves it's just the way he tells them he just says it with such enthusiasm and character and i think it's really funny and um i'm also really happy because he's he got greenlit (laughs) for a tv show actually conan o'brien is producing a tv show that he did like a really basic skit on youtube and uh, it got the attention of Conan O'Brien, and now he's going to be producing his show, and it's going to be on TBS, and I'm very excited. That's cool. Last but not least is Rose's favorite person. Jeffrey right? Star. Jeffrey Star. <laughs> oh, Fuck
2: I know all that, that.
1: guy! I swear to God, he's such a dick. I don't follow him because I love him. I follow him
2: because he's entertaining. I don't. He's neither. He can be entertaining, especially when he's
1: fighting with people. Yeah, I I follow Mm -hmm. it more so the fact that when he's fighting with people, I'm just like, okay, why do you hate people now? (laughs) What is wrong with you, Mr. Star? No, but I find a lot of the things that he talks about on his channel, whether it be um, makeup-related, life-related, he's just kind of entertaining for me, and I've been following his platforms for very very long times. That's pretty much it. A a lot of the people that I follow on Instagram are a lot of the same people that I follow on YouTube
2: and Snapchat
1: and things like that. It's all very much...
2: That's funny because mine is not... Like, the people that I follow on Instagram, I do not, like, do not have anything to do with YouTube, and I don't follow anyone that I don't know on Snapchat. Everyone I follow on Snapchat are people that I actually know. Yeah, I don't follow any random people on Snapchat either. And I don't Facebook. I fucking hate Facebook. Yeah, Yeah, I don't Facebook. Facebook is so negative. I just, I don't know if you know, but I know you know, Rose, that I friended so many people after the New Kids cruise because there was, like, this huge just, like, camaraderie, and it had been so fun, I was like, oh, I'm going to see all these people on the cruise next time, and I just unfollowed everyone that I do not personally know because some of these bitches are wackadoo. It's just too time-consuming, and it was giving me anxiety seeing that I had, like, 75 pending friend requests from people I'd never met, but I was friend of their other friend that was on the cruise, and they were not on the cruise. And some of them started friending me because I was
0: her friend, and I'm, like, not on my watch, bitch. I felt like I was... I was like, Part of
2: a cult. Like, I know. Oh, I thought
0: they were sucking me in, too. I was just like, dude, uh, this person, like, friended me, and he, she's friends with you. She's a new kid's person. Get her away from me.
2: And the <laughs> another thing that was pissing me off was they kept against my will putting me in these groups that I didn't want to be in. If <laughs> they were, like, selling Tupperware or jewelry or makeup. And after I unsubscribed myself from there, do not put me on there again. So finally I was like, I'm out. Oh, my God. So now I'm really only... I've only stayed friends with three girls that I actually met on the cruise, Mm -hmm. that we hung out with, that we took our picture with, or whatever. Whatever. They're not crazy? They're not crazy. They're normal.
0: Most of my Facebook are people I know. Family members, friends. There's some artists on there. I don't just follow random persons. Some people do friend request me, and I don't accept them. I think now I solely keep... I, well, I used to just keep my Facebook solely for the fact that I can keep
1: in contact with my family members that are in Mexico, but, like, now that majority of them now have smartphones, and we FaceTime, and it's just, like, mm-hmm. I feel like I don't use Facebook ever mm-hmm. unless either you or, like, mm-hmm. I'll have two of my other friends that tag me on things on Facebook. Yeah,
0: I'm on there. Like I said, last year, at the end of the year, I found some people that I haven't talked to in forever. My um, godmother's family. So I lost track of some of those people and, you know, they're people I was around all the time then actually it feels good, you know, to connect with them again because I miss
2: them. I miss all of them. I think it's good if you have family that's far away or friends that are far away. But for me, I mean, you know, I have a very small family. We all live in the same town. I Mm -hmm. see them all the time. Mm -hmm. And if I knew you in high school or whatever and I don't talk to you, then I don't want to talk to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sometimes real family members
0: I really want to, like, get rid of and boot. Oh, I do. I put them on, what do you call it,
1: mute? Yeah, I have certain family members that on all my social media platforms, some way, shape, or another, they find me, and I'm just like, you're following me. I'm not going to follow you back. Yeah, you know, I just,
0: the drama that my family can bring up, I'm just like, no. I'm trying I to
2: live that drama-free zone? I'm trying right. to stay away from that negativity. Yeah, and I just find Facebook to be a very negative place. Yeah, because <laughs> I feel like there's no way to filter out things you don't want to see. Yeah, like you on can't. Instagram. You follow who you want to follow. Mm-hmm. Every, um, not channel, but like every account has its own themes. So you pretty right. much know what you're getting yeah, from each exactly. of them. On Twitter, if something's trending, you can see what it is or not. Like, mm-hmm. there's choices. And I feel like when you're on Facebook, you're just seeing whatever the people you're following want to post. And you have no way to filter it out until you see it. And then you can say, oh, I don't, you know, I want to mute them. Yeah, I don't it's miss- like, this. it's thrown in your face whether yeah. you like it or not. All right, well, that's it. That's, that's pretty much it. All right, well... Can you believe we've made it to our fourth episode? Wee! Yay! I'm really glad we started doing this. It's been I a really, really good too. time. Mm-hmm. And we made it a whole month of recording. Yeah, right we then? did! Yeah, It's going to get better and better. And See? Now. I told you. Eventually, we'd get to structure, and we've got... We're like, structured. We're like hey, 90.
1: I would say um, 90.
2: I'll give you 85% Okay, 85.
1: But for celebrations, now we're going to go and we're going to have Twinkies and... Ho-Ho's and things like that. Yeah, I've got hohos and pet-treats.
2: I've got Ho-Ho's and Ding Dongs. Twinkies and Donuts. Yeah. So that's our episode, and thanks for joining us. And you can find us at We Were Here Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Also, all of the episodes and information and some pictures will be on wewereherepod.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you have suggestions or anything like that, you can get in touch with us at wewereherepod at gmail.com. So thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Come back next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.